0: Paranorm Podcast contains content that might not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. This is Paranorm Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Paranorm, the podcast where we chat about all things true crime and paranormal, or anything that really interests me at the moment. Um, I'm Emily. And I'm Sierra. And this week, I'm interested in the one and only Stanley Hotel. And Sierra's staring at me. Do you know what that is? Uh, did they go there?
1: Is that where, like, the guy, like, keeps them in rooms?
0: Is it in England? No. Okay, then now I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Now I'm confused. Um, <laughs> no. Then, I'll tell you about it later. Please. Okay, so this is the hotel that inspired my favorite movie, a little film called The Shining. Oh, yeah. This uh, is probably a totally different hotel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> probably.
0: Um, but, yeah. So, before we get into all of the fun stuff, how are you this fine evening? I am tired and yet not nearly as tired as I'm gonna be uh, in a few days so in a a few days over the next few days oh yeah yeah because school's starting back for you yes well not for you personally but for where you work school is starting back I
1: am not going to school but
0: other people are coming to school where I would. Yeah. I feel so. like we've we're we are going to trade our tiredness because right now I'm just exhausted from this weekend. Yeah. I mean, I mean any weekend that starts off with 24 shots into the head is a is <laughs> a weekend uh, that I'm over. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I know I said that on Patreon, but I didn't say it here and that's not a joke. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. (laughs) No, a little thing called Botox into my head, 24 shots for migraines. And honestly, I keep telling Sierra this, how the hell do people do that for fun? Like, get Botox for funsies, because no, ain't happening. Well, now you know. Now I know. Now I know that I can't lift my eyebrows. Oh, it's officially taken effect because this is as far up as I can move my <laughs> eyebrows. You guys obviously can't see. Like, you can, like, legendary. see that she's trying to move them.
1: <laughs> but, like, the actual movement is very
0: minimal. It's very. And it feels like they're moving a lot, but, like, they're not moving. They're not, they're not budging. No. So, <laughs> we have um, set up our podcast room slash house. Um, for spooky season, a.k.a. my favorite season. Oh, I was going to ask you, what is your favorite holiday? Because you obviously know what mine is. Yeah, yours is Halloween. Yes. Um. Do you have a favorite? No, not really. Not no, like... just, like, like, celebrating the holiday is fun?
1: Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have one that's, like, that I, like, Really, really look forward to yeah. like above the other ones. Yeah. Like I just like them all. Yeah. Um,
0: I definitely get thrilled for Halloween. I mean it's August something. Sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Sure. We'll go with okay. that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and um I've already decorated for fall slash Halloween. I mean, we haven't gotten our full Halloween decorations yet because yeah. we need some spooky stuff. But I am staring at a wine glass right now that has a skeleton holding it up. So yeah it's it's definitely feeling like fall even though it's not feeling like fall outside. Although this morning that strong 62 was nice. Yeah. That was actually perfect. Well, we're here, we're tired.
1: But I mean, we're I mean, we're fine at the same time. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're tired, but other than that, like, <laughs> we're making it. Yeah, um, I made pot stickers with the help of Sierra this evening for dinner, and I'm literally just want. I'm thinking about going in there and eating more. And then Sierra made... Okay,
1: yours are in the white bowl.
0: <laughs> the white AKA bowl. AKA, <laughs> don't eat the ones I have for lunch tomorrow. Um, no, and Sierra made um, my favorite type of cake, which is that of a six-year-old's funfetti because well, I would I love like birthday cake things mm-hmm. like birthday cake ice cream is my fave all of that stuff so yeah I'm just thinking about that and how fast we can get this over with so let's start getting into it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and how far away my bed is so all right here we go all right before I get into the actual story let me let y'all know where I got some of this stuff from um all of it will be posted onto the blog so like all my sources always are mm-hmm. always on the blog um but i got them a... <laughs> well then max <laughs> you know what she's sniffing right now right
1: what is she sniffing the wall <laughs> okay i didn't know there was something else all down there that i was missing sniffing
0: <laughs> <laughs> the wall Well, at least it's not lead paint, so there's that. That we know of. I did have to sign that in our rental agreement, that since it's before 1973, we may or may not be exposed to asbestos and lead paint. Anyway, (laughs) I don't have the brain power to think about that right
1: now.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that really loud huffing noise before my cackling was Maggie sniffing the wall very intently (laughs) for no fucking reason at all. Anyway, back to my fucking sources who are wonderful and I appreciate every single one of you. So, Obs, I got one, um, I got a good chunk of the, like, background, um, from the stanleyhotel.com, uh, their Wikipedia page, which I don't feel bad for using because I donate, um, and then legendsofamerica.com, Amy's Crypt, com, and, and an episode of Ghost Adventures with the ever-so-annoying Acid Wash cover boy, Zach Bagans. So, that is where I got it. You've seen Ghost Adventures, right? Nope. I don't <sighs> No, I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, then you don't get my very nice joke. I'm sorry. <gasps> okay. Somebody out there did. Somebody out there got my joke. Uh, my very good burn of <laughs> Zach Bagans. Um. Anyway, so... The Stanley Hotel is a 142-room colonial revival in Estes Park, Colorado, um, approximately five miles from the entrance of Rocky Mountain National Park. The Stanley this is from their website. Okay. The Stanley offers panoramic views of Lake Estes, the Rockies, and especially Long's Peak. So, sounds okay. beautiful, doesn't it? Sounds like someplace I would want to go normally. Yeah, after I tell you this, we're probably not going to want to go, but I really want to go now. So, <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in, guys. Basically. In 1903, a Yankee steam power car inventor, Freeland Oscar Stanley, was stricken with a life threatening resurgence of tuberculosis. Dun We need the sound effects. We need all of the sound effects. Dun, dun, dun. There we go. Um, The most highly recommended treatment of the day was fresh air and lots of sunlight. And, of course, a healthy diet. Which is basically telling him, like, I don't know, go outside. (laughs) Like, basically the same equivalent to, do some cocaine, you'll feel better. Because, you know, that's like, that was actually a medicine. Oh, yeah. Way back when, and it was in fucking Coke <laughs> like Coca Cola, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, can't believe that. So, in June of that same year, 1903, um, on the recommendation of Dr. Sherman Grant Bonney, they relocated to Estes Park, Colorado. By they, I mean him and his wife. His wife didn't come immediately, which I'm gonna get into, um, but like for the rest of the summer, they would stay. Mm -hmm. Uh, so by 1907, Stanley had recovered completely, however, not content with the rustic accommodations, lazy pastimes, and relaxed social scene of their new summer home. Stanley resolved to turn Estes park into a resort town. So he actually wanted to turn it into like a, like game resort, Mm -hmm. you know, like where they would like hunting, hunting, um, like obviously hunt and kill things. Right. Um, but then he realized that, like, people who would come out and visit him solely, like, wanted to do, like, enjoy what was around, like, in nature and everything and not oh, okay. so much hunt.
1: they Okay. So, like,
0: I fucking guess this is what we're doing right now. <laughs> um, so he would construct a, um, like, the beginning of Hotel Stanley. Mm-hmm. This is what it was called, Hotel Stanley back then. Um, in 1908, he constructed a 48-room grand hotel that, cont- that catered to... Class of like moderately wealthy, okay. Not like the uber rich, but mm-hmm. like we are well enough off to go on fucking vacation in the nineteen hundreds. Gotcha. Yeah. So the early nineteen hundreds. Um. Where was I? The uh,
1: uber, not the uber wealthy. Oh, okay. The...
0: So most of these people Stanley knew from back east. Okay. And they were like already in his um. A circle. Yeah. So and they were seeking like a healthy. Kind of climate, mm-hmm. like, the fresh air and all that good stuff. Um, so, he purchased more land in 1908 through a representative of a lord la- named Lord Dunraven. Um, he was, like, he, Lord Dunraven had acquired the land mm-hmm. during the Homestead Act of 1862. So, you know what that is, right? It's where, like, people were offered land for free. If they could go out there and survive off of the land alone, the government would give it to you, mm-hmm. which is basically they just stole from the, um, Native Americans and then gave it to...
1: Right. It wasn't really theirs to give away, but exactly. they did it anyway.
0: Exactly. So, more white people being absolutely terrible. Terrible. But you know, Dunraven claimed fifteen thousand acres. Holy cow. Yeah, of the Estes Valley. Um, He like had it in an attempt to create a private hunting preserve. So mm-hmm. he was already trying to do what Stanley was doing. Yeah. But then was like, fuck this shit. It's not working out. So um, this purchase made him one of the largest foreign holders of American land because Lord Dunraven was an Anglo-Irish dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you- I mean, with a name like Lord Dunraven, you don't really expect him to be American, <laughs> but... I mean, we all came from somewhere. Exactly. So, Dunraven was the largest foreign landowner mm-hmm. in America at the time, which made him slightly unpopular with local ranchers and farmers. Dunraven left the area because of such. Um, for the last time in 1884... Relegating the the ranch to management and um like an overseer, mm-hmm. you know, like a ranch yeah. hand. Um so Dunraven's presence in Colorado had become so well known in the United States that his situation was parried like par parodied Parodic. Parodic. Parodic in um Charles King's novel Dun uh Dunraven Ranch, as well as um James Missioner's Sentinel in nineteen seventy four. Um, his reputation was such that Stanley suggested the Dunraven as the new hotel because he was obviously mm-hmm. using most of his land, so... Yeah. Um, but a uh, 180 people signed a buckskin rep- uh, petition requesting that he name it for himself instead. So that is, mm. like, how much these people despised this dude. Wow. Yeah. um, So... The main hotel and the concert hall were completed in 1909, and then um, the manor, mm-hmm.
1: which is another
0: little separate place, mm-hmm. was completed in 1910. So, if this gives you any indication, this place was fucking massive, which I'm going to post pictures on the blog of how big this place is. Yeah. And I will, when we're done, I'll show you pictures. Okay. Because it's fucking huge. Like, I just, I can't even describe to you how big this place looks. And if it looks this big in pictures... Yeah. Like it's probably it? like, even bigger in person. Yeah, um, which obviously it's bigger in per- person, but like you know what I mean. But I just like for something of that time though. Yes, exactly, which um, like to bring guests from the nearest train depot into the foothills of of uh, the town of Lyons, Colorado, Stanley. Because remember, I told you he was a car dude, mm-hmm. like a car inventor. Um, Stanley's car company produced a fleet of spe- specially designated steam powered vehicles called mountain wagons, which um, would seat like multiple passengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stanley operated the hotel almost as um, a pastime. So, like, you know, this is what I do in my spare time, and uh, okay. creating automobiles is what I do in my
1: you know, regular day to day.
0: Okay. Um, so, he once remarked that he spent more money than he made each summer. Whoa. Yeah. One of the reasons this, like, this place was so remarkable and probably so fucking expensive Mm -hmm. for Stanley, um, was upon opening, the hotel was alleged to be one of the few in the world powered entirely by electricity. So. Whoa. Yeah. Um, however, the lack of available power induced the installation of auxiliary gas lighting. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, on June twenty fifth in nineteen eleven, it caused a gas leak that led to an explosion of um. Like it was started in like room two two seventeen, mm-hmm. and then um it like destroyed the second floor, and it almost killed a chambermaid named Elizabeth Wilson. She ultimately recovered and returned to her job which like fuck that shit I've been suing. Um oh, I don't think they really had that back then. Probably not, but like I mean they did maybe so Blackmail something. was a very real thing. <laughs> you know? I mean, she's a chambermaid. She probably doesn't have that much money, so. Anyway, she she didn't die. There's like a lot of people out there who, who like say that she died. She did not. She lived a very long, happy life and even went back to work. So, um, Stanley ended up selling his hotel to a private company, um, like to be incorporated for the sole purpose of running it, you know, running Mm -hmm. it as a hotel. Um, (laughs) that venture failed. And in 1929, Stanley purchased his property out of foreclosure, selling it again in 1930, um, to fellow automi- automobile and, ho- um, hotel whiz, um, connoisseur. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Um, Roe Emery of Denver, which sounds like a, like, bougie as fuck name. Mm. Of Denver. Emily of Charlotte. <laughs> 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 Maybe how they did names back there, though. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. Emily Varner of Charlotte. Mm. <laughs> Don't you love it? <laughs> so, anyway. Roe Emery of Denver gave the hotel the presence of, um, like, gave it the presence of, like, a luxury hotel. Because this is solely what this dude was up to. Mm-hmm. Was hotels and, like, making them, you know, bougie as fuck and you know, what people were expecting when going to a hotel, like, of this magnitude. Mm -hmm. So, um, with that said, Stanley's own involvement in, like, the growth of Estes Park Mm -hmm. by, like, just creating the hotel itself yeah, was actually, like, um, really helpful to the creation of the Rocky Mountain National Park. (laughs) Okay. So that's pretty cool, I thought. Um, but... One of the weird things about where the Stanley Hotel is, it's it rests on, like, quartz and limestone. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of people in, like, the paranormal world think that those, like, hold energy. Oh, okay. So, um, that's why many believe it to be, like, responsible for helping spirits' energy remain so strong within the building. Even though, like, some of the people see certain ghosts that might not have died there. Yeah. It, it would explain as to why they're drawn back there.
1: Oh, okay. Because yeah. Cuz it's
0: kind of like a um a magnet for it. Okay, yeah. Um but that's just one theory that like attempts to explain the high instant instances of um paranormal activity within the haunted Stanley Hotel, and it is definitely haunted. Like I'm just gonna say it, it's definitely haunted. <laughs> there have been so many things on it though. Like um, the Ghost Adventures episode was just one thing that I could sit through because this weekend has been so crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, there was video after video after video. It was on the Sci-Fi Channel. It was on Travel Channel. It was on Discovery. Like it's been on almost everything. It even had its own like TV mini mini series, which I thought was pretty cool. Well, yeah. Okay, so it's legit. Is legit. Um, but now it's time for the ghost after I got all that little history out. <laughs> I just I wanted you guys to know. I love history, by the way. It's like I'm boring Sierra with my history. She's over there yawning. That's not it. <laughs> she no longer loves my history. Ugh, Get it all out. I'm just tired. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. Um, anyway. So, the ghost. I don't want to say dun-dun-dun, but I want to say so uh... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wonderful ghost sound effect. <laughs> we, I'm serious. We need some sound effects. Okay. Anyway. um, Let's start with the big thing. And that is being, like, the being. The mm. inspiration. Okay. Um... It's the Stanley Hotel's most famous and most requested room, without a fucking doubt, is room 217. Of course. Yeah. Um, it gained notoriety after my favorite person, my favorite writer, excuse me, um, Stephen King spent the night with his wife at the Stanley Hotel back in 1974. Honestly, didn't even know he was married. What? (laughs) Yeah. I thought he was, like, a single guy, just, like... No! Uh,
1: okay, anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. I apologize. I did not realize that. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just, he just seems
0: like a single guy. <laughs> really? Because I just think he seems like a nice grandpa. Mm. Anyway. Sorry. It's okay. Um, okay. He and his wife stayed in. Sure. In 1974. Which is, I think the year, yeah, it's the year Wendy was born. Oh. My, my mama, my other mama. Um, so. Well, now you're just giving away her age. Yeah. <laughs> She's proud of her age. Okay. It's my dad, however, is not. He's oh, 11 okay. years older than her. We have to tell everybody that. Because <laughs> he's really, he's really, really, really old. And he's going to actually murder me when he hears this, so. <laughs> If he doesn't listen to it then he can't hear it. I mean he's been listening to him, so oh, okay. I was kinda of proud of him because he's been listening. I mean he's not he's not our number one fan like my mom well, is. Or Emily, sorry. You guys are gonna have to compete for that title. Well and you get one and I get one. Okay, okay. I remember. Yeah, that's true. We discussed this already. Yeah. Anyway. I love how sidetracked we get. <laughs> it just it brings me joy. Um Hi Emily. Hello, mother. Um so, they were assigned the um, this room. Mm-hmm. This night would forever change the image of the hotel, which is kind of just my favorite little sentence. Um, King and his wife arrived just before the hotel shut down for the winter months, because it used to do that. Um, because, you know, the right. winter months, there's no fucking point in <laughs> staying open. Yeah. Um, but were luckily able to spend the night. They were placed in the presidential suite, a.k.a. Room 217. What? Uh, I thought it was on second floor. Is it only two floors? No, oh, it's four floors.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you put all the, the fancy ones at the top.
0: I don't know. To be honest with you. That would make more sense, but I'm pretty sure it was a presidential suite because I've read that on like multiple places. So I... maybe they just have a wonky setup. Maybe because like they added on later... Mm-hmm. there's different size rooms on each floor level could be i don't really know anyway off topic again so being the only room left with like clean bed sheets that's where mm-hmm. they were put oh, okay um since the hotel was in the process of shutting down like i said there were no other guests checked in which is fucking spooky as hell already i would fucking love that wait so there's no other guests checked in and all of the rooms are dirty well, like, they're not dirty, per se. They just don't have sheets. Oh, okay. Because, you know, when they, like, shut down, they take the sheets off, and... That's just the last room they hadn't done it yet? Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. Um, do-do-do. And, like, staff might be staying in some of the rooms, because, like, a lot of, like, like, the, uh, what's it called? Like, the part-time employees? Mm-hmm. Like, the summer months employees for hotels Seasonal. like that? Yeah, that's the word. Seasonal. They tend to stay on, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Till the end of the season. Like camp counselors. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so, there were no other guests checked in, and Kings, uh, the Kings had the entire hotel to themselves. Stephen King spent a great deal, deal of time drinking whiskey at the Stanley's Famous Bar, um, before taking a walk, um to explore the hotel and retreating to his room. Okay. So now when I see the Stanley's bar, anybody who's seen the shining knows what this bar looks like and just like has one, I have one mental picture and that is Jack Nicholson sitting at this bar, talking to the bartender. And literally every single time I've read that sentence today, it's just all that I I picture. So I just want to see the actual bar in person and have a drink. (laughs) That's all just a nice glass of rosé. Um, so, after he retreated to his room, uh, he reportedly, we don't know, 110%, um, ran into two children on the fourth floor. Because, you know, he was around exploring all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. A um, site he thought was strange since there were no other guests at the hotel. He was to soon find out after these children, um, they did not belong to any staff members uh, working on the premises. And then after... Um, this was before he retired to his room. Obviously, he's not in his room running into these two children because that would be creepy as fuck. That would already be another level creepy. <laughs> um, so, after retiring to his room and falling asleep, King has a dramatic dream which caused him to wake up in a fright. And he noticed um, a fire hose in the hallway just before entering his room and dreamt that his young st- son was entangled in this fire hose and strangled to death buy this this hose jeez yeah so (laughs) i could not imagine like no Mm -mm. no thank you um after uh waking up and feeling quite spooked king got up for a cigarette and by the time he had finished that cigarette he had the story for the best selling and now movie the shining fleshed out in his head okay so he had the entire Shining movie book fleshed out in his head. um, And room 17... Room 217 um, was... I don't know if they used that same number in the movie. I can't remember. But, like, that specific room at the hotel is now, like, a... Like, a special room. Like, anybody... Like, you, if you want to stay in that room, you have to book it a little bit far out in advance. Mm-hmm. Because obvious reasons people are wanting to stay there Mm -hmm. um so we know from what I said earlier that room 217 is where um Elizabeth Wilson had -hmm. the explosion so uh like I said she lived a very long life until 1926 but many people think that like she comes back to the hotel like her spirits drawn back to the mm. hotel um, because guests have reported that their belongings will be packed up um not packed up unpacked during their stays in this room object objects will be moved around on their own and disembodied voice of a woman could be heard sa- um, singing during the night some have also claimed to see an apparition of elizabeth walking through the walls of room 217 no. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to stay there you don't want to stay in room 217? You can have it. <laughs> I'll get a different one. <sighs> okay, I guess that's fine. <laughs> so, in the same room, um, Mr. Stanley has been cited all throughout. Like, Aunt... <laughs> you cannot be falling asleep right now! I'm not! You are! I'm not! <laughs> Your eyes are like... <laughs> Those candles Mr. Stanley. are <laughs> it's Stanley. Stanley Steamers. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. That's what his car company was called, Stanley Steamers. I'm not fucking with you right now. <laughs> it was really called that. Uh, so, the, so the carpet I, cleaner people stole it? I guess. I don't know. But his, ste- his cars were I, steam I get power. you. Yeah,
1: I'm so with Stanley you. So Stanley
0: Steamers. I, I understand. I'm... <laughs> I'm tracking. I like how you said no, as if I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> I, did... <laughs> I forgot about the cars for a second. Because
0: <laughs> you're falling asleep. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's Max's fault. Because she pissed on everything?
1: Because she was, she was moving too much.
0: Oh my god. Oh.
1: Also, she had me trapped against the wall.
0: <laughs> what? When? Last night.
1: Oh no. Oh my god. It was like pushed all the way up against the wall. I was just like, no. Yeah. So
0: when I'm not here, I had an overnight last night, which is one of the reasons. Yeah, just yawn through my sentences. (laughs) God. No. Sorry. (laughs) Not intentional. Anyway, I had an overnight last night, which means I go to a client's house and I spend the night. And when that happens, Sierra so kindly takes Mags into her room, and Mags is not the easiest uh, No, sleep in a 10% no. She has She has to have, like, a, a set boundary in place, which is what I do in my bed. I put, like, a blanket down, a pillow, and she is set. And I very sternly tell her to lay down. And Sierra is <laughs> not very stern, and she just kind of, like, when she gets in Sierra's bed, she just sprawls all out, pushes Sierra off the bed or into the wall, and so... Well, and two, like, you sleep under the covers and she sleeps on top of the covers. Yes. So
1: there's kind of like a... A boundary. Yeah, and I, like, mine are just everywhere, so...
0: Yeah. And she sleeps everywhere... With when she's which I find so odd because she does not move during the night when I like when we're sleeping mostly because mm. I move so much I think she's worried that if she moves she's going to get actually smushed because <laughs> I'm a <laughs> fucking ninja in my sleep
1: yeah whatever I just
0: I pretty much stay in the same spot so yeah she moves around good lord of mercy no that would not work out <laughs> um anyway we got way off topic Uh Stanley steamers. <laughs> It's uh. carpet cleaner <laughs> 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 Fuck. Okay. Um anyway, Mr. Stanley has mm-hmm. been sighted throughout most of the hotel, but mm-hmm. he's seen a lot on the fourth floor and room 217. Uh Mr. Stanley's wife, Flora, was an avid musician during her life, and some say she continues her hobby of playing the piano at the hotel. Phantom sounds of piano music when nobody is around have been reported from both the music room and the concert hall. Mm. Um, A favorite spot for capturing apparitions within photos is the Grand Staircase of the Stanley Hotel, um, which proudly greets, like, guests when they walk in. Mm -hmm. And they are not fucking around when they say Grand Staircase because it's beautiful. Oh, man. Like, beautiful. I love a good staircase. I know you do. (laughs) So... The fourth floor is said to be the most haunted in the Stanley Hotel. Oh. Which, um, this area was once like maid's quarters slash like where nannies were. Oh, okay. Um, so many like many people think that this is why like the children laughing mm. and like running around is so prevalent. Gotcha. Prevalent mm-hmm. in this area. Uh, because of this energy. So the ghostly sounds of children playing, giggling and running up and down the hallways, which infuriates me. I cannot stand that when I'm at a hotel and you hear people running up and down the hallway. <laughs> I do not care if you're laughing or if you're like talking, you know, whatever, that's fine. But the moment you step out into the hallway and you are running up and down the hallway, I want to actually murder somebody. <laughs> it irritates me to know it. Like, I don't understand why I get so irritated. It's like road my road rage level irritated Oh, yeah. It. It's like common space. Yes. Like, if you're in your room, like, it's, like, your space. That's you know? reasonable, you know? Like, you can get a little rowdy in your own hotel room. But, like, the hallway? <laughs> no, thank you. Um... So, the fourth floor, like I said, is the most poppin', and I'm going to tell you room by room for the fourth floor, because there's a couple different rooms that are just, like, hot spots, like, even more hot spots for the fourth floor. Um, so, first we're going to start in room 401, which is supposedly haunted by Lord Dunraven himself, um, and features a closet door that opens and closes on its own accord. Hmm. So... I mean... Handy slash non-handy. Like, you know, I guess I just leave mine open, so... Your closet? Yeah. Your closet opens by itself? You didn't fucking tell me this? (laughs) No! (laughs) No. I just mean, like, if it would open and close, like, that could be useful. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I get you now. I thought you were just now telling me that your closet opens and closes by itself, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? No. <laughs> Where the fuck is the salt and holy water? Okay. <laughs> no. All right, we're moving on to another room. 402. No. 428. <laughs> I don't know if anything happens in room 402. Um, I and... thought you were doing every room. I was just like- No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's more, there's, there's rooms that are more haunted on the fourth floor than others. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm letting you guys know. Motherfucker. I'm letting you guys know that my pillow is sliding away from me. Um, there we go. So, letting you guys know about those certain rooms on the fourth floor.
1: That way, in case you can't get to 17, you
0: can get... Stay anywhere on the fourth floor and it'll be popping. Okay. So... Um, 428 is also a paranormal hotspot, having furniture which moves around by itself. No thank you! (laughs) And my favorite part of this, slash, creepiest part of this, is a ghost of a cowboy who watches you while you're sleeping from the foot of the bed. However, he is quite a gentleman, and as one couple asked him to leave the room, and he was like, okay, and then left the room. (laughs) Um, and... Another like group of ladies uh have awoken to him kissing their head, um, like their foreheads good night. Mm-hmm. Which is sweet slash very sketch. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, like at, at first it would be like really startling and yeah, you're just like, like just just wait it out for a second. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> so, um they've also seen uh lights flicker in this room, hangers move on their own uh like accord. Girl, I'm going to need you to stop yawning because I'm going to yawn in the middle of a sentence. Everybody's like, man, Sierra's being really rude this episode. I'm not, like, it's just happening. I've already held off a couple. I know, but I'm really proud of myself because I have not yawned once after you yawned. So, I'm doing pretty good over here. Way to go. Okay. So, um, hangers move on their own. And some people's covers are even ro- ripped off of them during the night. which No. Is no, thank you. No, 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 no. Um, a four-year-old girl stayed in this room a few years back and told her mother that in the morning that a young boy had... Okay, no, sorry. That was a jumbled fucking mess. Here we go. A four-year-old girl stayed in this room a few years back and told her mother that, like, next morning... I can hear that. Um that next morning, that a young boy had tickled her in the night. And oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh she had asked him to stop and he left. So I mean, consent, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no means no, and he left, I guess. I don't know. But that's still so creepy. I do mm-hmm. not want that happening at all. Um, so now we're gonna go down the hall again to room four oh seven. Where there seems to be another friendly ghost, a little boy once stayed in the room and kept kicking his covers off, and every time he did, the ghost would tuck him back in. Aw. Right? That's the room I want. (laughs) The one with the nice ghost. Not the creepy cowboy who gives me kisses. No, thank you. Not the one where you get the covers
1: ripped off of you.
0: Yeah, no. I would take the cowboy over that. Oh, God, yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Excuse me, guys, I have to take a sip of my Diet Coke. Okay, so, next room is 413. Um, There have been several guests who reported seeing a man sitting on the corner of the room, like, in the corner of the room, in an old-fashioned suit that doesn't fit with today's style, obviously, if it's Mm -hmm. old-fashioned. Other reports have been made that the man's face is a blue ball resting outside of the room. So, like, the man's face is, like, in a blue ball, Mm -hmm. like, kind of at the window. Oh. You know, does that make sense? Circle kind of thing. Okay. Like, you know, if there's somebody standing outside of our window right now, there would just be, like, a blue light on his face. Like a circle. So, so like, put his face in a circle. Yeah,
1: like make it blue. Like
0: he's outside, and then yeah. put it on his body in the room. No, he's not in the room like that. He's outside the room like that. Oh, I thought he was in the room. No, people in the room say he's outside the room like that. Oh. Okay. We're doing really great. I thought... He, okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought he
1: was in the room. He is. Them.
0: He is at, a, in, like, at certain points, and then other guests in the room see him outside of the room. Oh, so he's both. Inside yes. and outside. Yeah. Okay, okay. Conjunctions are good. <laughs> Conjunctions are good. Okay, so... Um... It is more than a little creepy, but we wouldn't expect literally anything else from a restless ghost. Um, another hotspot for activity is actually underneath the hotel in a cave system, because of course there's a cave system (laughs) underneath this place. Oh my goodness. That's
1: all we needed for
0: this story. Right? Um, so this was like this little workings of a cave, um, slash tunnel system. Um, was used by former staff to navigate the hotel. Cause you know, isn't it like Disney they have tunnels underneath the hotel yes. to like keep the illusion alive, mm-hmm. like the magic alive? Well, I kind of feel like that's the same here. Like you don't really want to see your hotel your fancy ass hotel taking garbage outside. Oh yeah. So um it is thought that some of the former employees continue to linger here, um, including that of a former chef. He is responsible for the smells of home baked goods wafting through what is referred to as the tunnel, which is a no thank you for me. <laughs> um, the tunnel is also rumored to be the hangout spot for a deceased cat. Um, uh-huh. Many have encountered this gray ghostly feline, which has um, bright green eyes, um, just, you know, chilling about, waiting for his friskies. Mm.
1: I'm sure the, cook, the chef can give him something better than that. Probs,
0: yeah. The ghost chef? Yeah. I bet they're homeboys. Probably. Probs. Um, so, next place we're going to move on to, which I talked about for like 2.5 seconds earlier, the concert hall. Mm. Um, it is thought to be haunted by several spirits, one of them being a former employee named Paul who worked as a handyman in the 1980s. Paul took great pride in his work, and it was no surprise that he returned after his death. Mm-hmm. Um, he is thought to communicate with people who have captured like EVPs. You know what those are. The um. Yes, the she's making a hand symbol right now <laughs> that shows like electronic voice. <laughs> magic. The the things. Yes, yes, those things. Yeah. Um. So a it's. <laughs> the EVPs that were caught were of a man's voice saying, get out. So, well, super pleasant, very inviting, 10 out of 10 would return. Yeah. Yeah, no thank you. He also has his own room in the basement level of the concert hall, where he usually interacts with male, ga- male guests. Um, just across from Paul's room is another occupied by a ghostly resident. Um, this spirit is known as Lucy. She is rumored to be um, to have been a homeless woman who died um in the spot from exposure to the cold, yet her origin is truly unknown. Okay, so there's this story that goes around that say like this um this chick Lucy was uh investigating the hotel just like being nosy and came in out of the cold, mm-hmm. um was looking at some blueprints and then the staff found her and kicked her out and she died from exposure. Everywhere I looked, and that was like a good. 20 websites said this story was fake. Mm. So I'm going off of it being fake. There might very well be a presence here in this room named mm-hmm. Lucy, but it's definitely not from what people have come up with. Okay. You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Um So at least some of it is made up. At least some of it is made up. Um she apparently communicates with paranormal enth- enthusiasts visiting the Stanley Hotel and has befriended some of the young children's spirits who also frequent her in the room. So, strangely, however, the Stanley Hotel ha- contains an object not original to the hotel, um, but supposedly extremely fucking haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, this object is stored in the basement of the concert hall and referred to as none other than the creepy mirror. No, yeah. <laughs> By tour guides. I thought I was gonna have to fuss at her. Um, by tour guides. It is quite an old antique piece, being older than the Stanley Hotel itself, which is fucking old. Mm-hmm. Um, yet its origins are not really known. Um, it is thought that the mirror contains some sort of energy trapped within it. Many guests over the years have captured figures and apparitions standing behind them or next to them when taking photos of the reflection in the mirror. Um, these figures are creepily not apparent to the naked eye. So, yay for that. Mm.
1: Um, at least so. you won't see them, like, right away. Yes. So that's something.
0: Yeah. So, the only place I didn't talk about was the manor, and that's because, I, um, like, I found, like, really nothing on that place being, like, spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, it is dog-friendly for a $75 pet fee. Oh, my goodness. And the dogs have to be under 50 pounds, mm-hmm. so Mags is skating in there at <laughs> 49.8. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, that is what I have for you guys today. Um... So to end on a non-spooky note, here are my jokes to help us regain composure and sleep tonight. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to
1: need help with that, but that's all right. (laughs) I'm ready for it anyway. You're ready for my jokes?
0: I love good jokes. (sighs) Okay, so. (laughs) Oh man, can I get through them is the question. You can do it. I can do it. Okay. I don't know why my mom's throwing Stephen King's novels at me. It just hit me. <laughs> Do you get it? It just hit me. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to get hit by it.
0: No, because that's a really thick book. Like, that's one reason. And the clown. Um. Okay, next one. Every time I read a Stephen King novel, I get really confused. Too many main characters.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, get that one. Okay, last one. Probably my favorite one. Um, I was walking home alone last night and decided to take a shortcut through the cemetery. So Three... do it. The three girls walked up to me and explained that they were scared to walk past the cemetery at night. So I agreed to let them walk along with me. I told them, "I understand. I used to get freaked out too when I was alive." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! I wonder what that ghost haunts.
0: Um, the hotel, probs. Mm, you know. <laughs> okay, Sierra. Are you awake enough to tell them where to find us at all of the things? Uh, I can, I can give it a whirl, Alright, you give it a whirl and I'll fill in the blanks. Okay. Like usual. <laughs> Alright, so,
1: Paranormal Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Emily's posting all the things about our, all the pictures that go along with each episode.
0: And I will be posting a picture of our very spooky podcast room as we're updating it. I feel okay. like we need some, spi- like, spider webs in here. Okay. Yeah. Alright. We're like a mummy. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay, well, wait for updates on that part. <laughs> <laughs> a mummy, guys.
1: <sighs> that would be cool. To be continued on that. Um, and then you can always find us on our blog, paranormpodcast.com, and you can contact us through the blo- that blog page as well, um, or you can just send us an email Podcast at gmail.com We would love to hear
0: your stories and if you have any suggestions and if anything, if you've been to the Stanley Hotel and anything's happened to you there fucking email me and put it in like, um, the little subject line so I know what I'm getting myself into mm-hmm. and not to read it too late at night. <laughs> <laughs> Give some forewarning. Please. <laughs> Little disclaimer. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Be kind to us, please. <laughs> and, of course, the fucking Patreon. Da-da-da. At Paranorm Podcast on Patreon. We have three wonderful tiers for you guys. Um, and that is probably one of the best ways you guys can support us. Or just giving us a five-star review on um, whatever podcasting app that you listen to us on. I know Apple um, Apple does that, right? Yeah, sure. Yes, they do. Um, so give us a five-star review and yeah, we would be eternally grateful. And if you know anybody who's interested, just share our podcast with yeah, them. Yeah, that's the best way to do it as well. There's like so many good ways to just help us you know, show you, show you, show us that you care. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what we have for you guys this week. Maggie has officially laid still for 10 whole minutes, so that's going to be fun. I have to go clean up all of the pee she peed pla- places. So yeah, I hope you guys this week is better than what mine has started off to be. It will be. It will be. Y'all have a better week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next week is our break week. So we will be back in your ears in two weeks. We look forward to talking to you guys then. Yeah. We'll be back. Goodbye. Goodbye.